can't really sing. <laughs> la, 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 Hello and la, welcome la, to the SBNY podcast. It's week four in the NFL and our picks are in. Not joined this week by Mike Palmasano and Phil DeMeo. But don't you worry, we have Uncle Mike's teaser of the week. He sent it in via text message. He's not here in person today, but he wouldn't let you down. Uncle Mike's teaser of the week will be hitting you later in the show. Phil DeMeo can't be here as well. I have his picks, thank God, because he's keeping the whole SBNY team afloat. I was 0 for 3 last week. 0 for 3, I blew it. Every game I picked the Steelers, they blew it. Picked the Broncos, they blew it. I couldn't get anything right, but thank God I got someone with me today. He was with me just yesterday for the Aaron Judge MVP podcast. And if you didn't listen to that, go back on iTunes, Apple Podcast app, SoundCloud, SportsBlogNewYork.com to check that podcast out. It was a really good job, I thought. And that's Anthony Manorino. Welcome to the Picks Podcast, brother. What is up, Pete? How you doing, my man? Hey, the only thing you need to know about, uh, I know you said you went over for three. The only thing you know, need to know about my picks from last week is I had the Ravens. So that's about how, about, that's about how good that went. You know, I saw one of the best tweets I saw this weekend about football because you know it was really uh, this weekend was less about football in a lot of senses with all the stuff that's going on and we're not going to get into that here we're here to talk about the week four lines and who we like and who we don't like but I did see one really funny tweet that I have to throw out real quick and someone said oh the Ravens protested so hard they didn't even show up to play the Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> Man, thanks they ended up scoring seven at the end, but they really got they got shut out like forty four nothing. Realistically, Blake Bortles tore them apart, and that's not a sentence I expected to say after that game. Man, all right. Well, Anthony Manorino's in. He actually writes out his picks of the week as well. He's been doing that on SportsBlogNewYork.com. So keep up with that. We're gonna link all that stuff in the podcast uh, on the article. So keep up with that as well. Uncle Mike's teaser is coming at you. We're going to give you that later in the show after me and Ant make our picks. But to give you a little tidbit on last week, because he came into week three, 2-0, on the teaser of the week, and he was very, very close again in week three. But, unfortunately, he just missed it. So he had the Patriots, minus a half a point. Easy win. Well, not easy for the Patriots, but easy for Uncle Mike's teaser. Then he had the Giants, plus 19. That was an easy one. The Broncos were plus 10. So that one was actually a push. Which is very frustrating, but the most frustrating of all, and Anthony, this one got me too. I don't know if it got you, but he had Pittsburgh in the teaser plus five and a half. I mean, I picked them in the regular spread minus seven, and God damn it, the Steelers lost the teaser too. To the Bears. Come on, man. Big Ben might be washed. He's showing signs of washedness. Big Ben is washed outside of Pittsburgh. I mean, it's really bizarre how different that team looks in Pittsburgh rather than yeah. on the road. But without further ado, let's start talking about some of these lines. So last week, we had a bizarre week because there were 10 home underdogs. And we went on this whole rant last week, if you listen to the podcast, how, you know, there's one golden rule, don't bet against home underdogs. They keep it close. They upset uh, the favorites. And what did they do? The home dogs prevailed last week, man. Out of 10 home dogs, I'm pretty sure seven or eight of them well, seven of them won outright. I think eight or nine of them covered the spread. It was ridiculous. There was there was no chance if you bet the favorites last week. Underdogs dominated week three. And Ant, you said off the bat when you saw these lines for week four, they threw you off as well. Do you think this is another, another tough week? It's definitely a tough week to make these picks, man. It's all it's all close. It's all between like three and 
three or less or three to seven. Like there's there's not much. There's not a lot of not a lot of wiggle room here. You're it's 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 you really gotta kind of make your picks based on a pick'em and then hope you're on the right side of that extra field goal that's getting tack, tacked on. It's absolutely true. I mean, there's some, there's definitely some interesting spreads here today. Um, but let's break down the format here. So in case you haven't listened to any of our picks from week one, two, or three, what we like to do here is give you guys a few games that we like, with the spreads, of course, and then give you guys some games that we think you should stay away from. Some of those games where the spread is just a little off and it's making you feel uncomfortable about betting on it. Uh, kind of like we should have taken some hints last week on, uh, but we're going to hopefully be better on that this week and tell you which games you don't want to be near. For example, last week, the Ravens and the Jaguars. Uncle Mike said, stay away. Don't touch it. It's in London. If you really want to get your uh, your betting Sunday off right, go ahead. Wake up early and bet on it. But it's a London game. It's a crapshoot. And we have another London game this week. And I'll start it off for you, Ant. I'll give you my first no-touchy of the week. Miami, New Orleans, in London, New Orleans is minus three. I'm just not going to touch it. I mean, the Dolphins lost to the Jets last week, so that makes me think people are going to want to bet the Saints. But the Saints aren't anything special. And again, this game's in London. I don't want any part of it. I'm not waking up early enough for it anyway. Yeah, those London games are tough. I mean, look what the Jaguars did to us. And it what it kind of seems like um, the teams that get to play in London most often, Jaguars, and I think the Dolphins have played there a couple times already. It seems like it is a bit of an advantage to have a little bit of experience of having gone through that trip before. So I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm not touching that. Oh, so off the bat, those are those are uh, one, uh, I guess, no touchy A and no touchy B from your boy Pete and from Ant. No touchy on the London game this week. If you want to wake up and watch it, enjoy it. Don't You don't want to start your – this is it too. You don't want to start off your bet in Sunday if you're putting some money down with a loss before the 1 o'clock game starts. I mean, <laughs> you know, losing the Thursday night can be bad enough, but at least that's – a normal thing that happens every week now. If you're losing at 9.30 a.m., and you, then you're going to try to make up make up for it in the 1 o'clock hour, in the 4 o'clock hour, so on and so forth, it's not a great way to start up. It's just not. <laughs> no, it is not. All right, so... With your toast. I'll, 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 you, want, you want me to start off, or do you, would you like to take the reins on your first pick of the week? Uh, pick of the week. All right, I, I got mine. 1 o'clock slate. I'm going to go Rams plus seven at the Cowboys. Plus seven and a half, excuse me. Plus seven and a half at the Cowboys. Uh, I don't think either D is great. They both have some kind of standout players. Obviously, Aaron Donald on the Rams. And then, uh, who was it on the Cowboys that was just obliterating the Carson Palmer? Oh, yeah. Marcus Lawrence? Lawrence, yes, the end. That dude's a monster. He's leading the league in sacks. I think he's got six sacks already. Um, So he's he's for sure disruptive, but... Other than that, I don't think the defenses as a whole are awesome. I think we could see a lot of points in this game. Um, the Rams have looked explosive thus far. Todd Gurley is back to being Todd Gurley after a bad year. Um, Goff looks reasonable. Sean McVay doing a great job. The 31-year-old head coach just sitting on the bench while the defense plays, drawing up his offense. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no strengths, right? I mean, Sean, uh, Sean McVay's in this lucky place where he has Wade Phillips as his defensive yeah. coordinator, and Wade Phillips has just been a really good defensive coordinator and he was an okay head coach too like he wasn't bad so having him is huge i know they gave up 40 i mean 39 points to the niners last week but i, I actually i like that pick as well i think that's a good one for your first one yeah all right well i'm gonna move on to my first pick and i'm gonna go with the contrary because you picked the seven and a half point dog i'm gonna pick an eight point favorite and i'm gonna take atlanta at home versus the bills and the bills Burned me last week as the Broncos couldn't beat them in Buffalo. But we're in Atlanta, minus eight. This is the type of game to me 
where Buffalo just won't be able to keep up. And whether they, you know, put together a good half or a good quarter or Tyrod Taylor actually leads them on a touchdown drive or two, this is the type of game at home where I think the Falcons run. They run away with it. They just had a hard-fought game against the Lions, which is a real good team. Buffalo is uh, not a good team. I like Atlanta minus eight, even though it's a lot. I'd probably buy, maybe I'd buy a hook, seven and a half. But I like the Falcons. Yeah, I'd be a little afraid of that. Novick Beasley still, right? He's still hurt. Uh, I'd, I'd, this could be a big LaShawn McCoy day in a dome on turf. Let him get a little loose. I don't know. That's that's a lot of points. God damn. defense is feisty. You got to make me uh, all nervous after just my first pick. Is that is that what we're doing here? <laughs> Hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm trying to, trying to keep you on the straight and narrow. But. Oh, that, that's fine by me. If anyone is listening to this podcast, I mean, why the hell should they, they follow me? I, I was great week one. I you know I hit the Lions week one. No one was on them. I had a, I had a parlay. I had my, my suicide. Perfect. Everything was great. Last week, I was over three, and I put the Steelers in my suicide pool. So I'm not coming off a hot week, but maybe that means ebbs and flows, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I feel. Hey, I'm I'm ice cold as well after a very hot uh, week two. Yeah, you did you actually do the the full bait and switch of five and zero and then zero and five? I did. I did. That's almost <laughs> impressive of itself. <laughs> yeah, it is, and it, it kind of is. That's what I'm going to take away from it. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you got for me? Give me your uh, your next game. You don't like? Don't touch it. No touchies. All right. I got the Giants at Tampa minus three. Um, Giants getting three points. <sighs> They're, they're, their offense finally exploded in the fourth quarter. They scored all their points in the fourth quarter last week, right, before they lost on a 61-yard field goal, 24 points in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah, stick, stick a knife right in my heart while you do it, too. Yeah, sorry, but uh, the Bucks D is good, despite what Stephon Diggs to them, did to them last week. Um, what you, you just said something like they had some guys with the flu or something, so I didn't even know that. Could have been why they were off last week. But at home, I think Tampa's defense is good, so I think the Giants are going to struggle to score um, I think this may be lower scoring than people suspect from Tampa too, um, but I just I don't see the Giants getting to twenty for two weeks in a row. So uh, I got, I'm gonna just stay away from this. I don't like it. You're gonna stay away, yeah. I, I, I could hear that because especially you know Jameis Winston for as good as he can be and for as electric as he can be, great personality, a leader, all that. He throws a lot of interceptions. You know what I mean? So if if he's throwing the ball free willy nilly over here, Landon Collins could have a day. You know, D- uh, DRC is is a, is a good defensive back, and God forbid the Giants get a little pass rush because they're starting to show signs of being a real NFL football team after Week Three. I, I kind of like that. I would throw that as a toss up. They're both coming off bad weeks, and you don't like co- you know two teams coming off bad weeks. You don't really know which direction to go. Um, yeah, I just I just I did that. not know which way the ball is going to bounce in that one. Sweet. All right. Well, I'm going to go with my next no touchy, and that is going to be um, the Lions and the Vikings. Right now, it's a pick 'em, and this is partial to last week when I thought the Bucks would be able to run through the Vikings, and then I realized, you know, they're playing in Minnesota. Minnesota's good at home. Mike Zimmer. I mean, he's a solid coach, and it doesn't seem like not having Sam Bradford is too detrimental to their team. I mean, they have Delvin Cook, they have Latavius Murray, they have a defense that plays real hard. I love Detroit, and I would love to just ride with Detroit, but they came off a, 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 a tough loss last week, and I kind of just don't like this. The fact that it's a pick as well throws me off a little bit. I would expect Detroit to be you know two-point favorite maybe. So when I saw that, I'm just going to stay away because I don't know what, what's happening with Sam Bradford as well. Yeah, I think there might be rumors that Teddy – Teddy Two Gloves is pretty close to being on the mend as well. Wow, look at that. Good for him, man. He went through a lot with that. That was so unfortunate. 
Yeah, that's that's a really horrible injury apparently. Um, all right, what's uh, what's my next one? I like here. Um, I like uh, the Bengals minus three in Cleveland. I know the Bengals have looked really bad. They're zero and three. Andy Dalton looks like he's afraid to be an NFL quarterback. He looks like he doesn't want to be out there. But the Bengals' defense is still pretty damn good. They held the Packers and Aaron Rodgers in check for almost all of that game. Um, obviously, the offense didn't do them any favors and put the game away, um, and they lost in overtime. But Bengals' defense looks tough, and uh, Deshaun Kaiser, rookie Browns quarterback, he's leading the league in interceptions right now. Um, two weeks ago, I picked the Ravens over over the Browns because I said Kaiser hadn't seen an NFL defense like the Ravens, and I, and he played terrible, and the Browns got smoked. Um, and now I think it's kind of the same situation with the Bengals. Um, their defense is going to really hurt the Browns, and I think we'll probably see a big, big A.J. Green day here. I think they win pretty easily. I like that. I mean, A.J. Green is just too good to not have a day soon. I mean, he had some nice catches here and there. But he's going to have a day soon. I think Joe Mixon's super talented. He's just getting going. This Bengals offense can't be this bad, right? Like, they can't be that bad. They can't be. Uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, I, I like that pick as well. Um, all right. So, I'm going to move on to my next pick. And I'm going to go with – this is going to be a little bit of a weird pick. But I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I know it seems kind of stereotypical being that they dominated the Ravens last week. But I think – the Jaguars have a pretty real defense. Like I don't think that's a fluke. I think Jacksonville dropping 44 on the Ravens is kind of a fluke. That being said, I think their offense could be at least average. I know the Jets' defense is solid. They're playing at home. But, I mean, I'm just not going to trust the Jets to, to put together two games back-to-back uh, where they really come out firing. Jacksonville's given three. I don't mind that spread right there. I think, I think Blake Bortles and this Jacksonville team is going to have a nice little week four. Jacksonville. Pete, I hate to do this to you, my man, but th- th- that's my third no touchy right there. Oh no! <laughs> hey man, if I, I just, it's cool, if you no touch, it's a it's a it's a, a win win for you. So only I could lose this, but I could also win it. You never know. <laughs> I I just I can't condone take letting Blake Bortles suck me in to pick him as a road favorite, um, and then on the on the other oh, hand, God. I, also, Wait. I also don't I also don't want to buy into the Jets. After they were able to shut down old Smoke and Jay for a week, can I change my pick? Um, and so I'm, I'm staying far, <laughs> far away from that. I might change my pick. I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I'm gonna let you know by the end of the podcast because you know I, this is this is the exact reason why. Because literally last week, I just said I said it in the goddamn open, Anthony. I said it in the damn open. I was like, the home dogs, you can't bet against them because they're gonna come back to bite you. What what am I thinking? Taking Blake Bortles as a road fade. Woof. <laughs> Woof. I might have to change it. I'm, I'm going to change it right now. I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it right freaking now. I'm crossing it out. Who are you going to? Yeah, I'm crossing now. I know it's like a real fraudulent thing to do. But frankly, I don't care because what is this game about, Anthony? It's about not losing your money. It's hardly about winning money. It's about not losing your money. And maybe I would have some fun throwing Jacksonville in a teaser. Maybe I'll have some fun, put them in a little parlay or something like that. But for, for one of these picks, I just I, I can't do it to myself again betting against a home dog. You're right. You make a good point. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take 
I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Seahawks. I mean, not sorry. I'm not with the Seahawks. I'm gonna go with the Colts. I told you we talked about this before we started recording, and I was a little hesitant because that was the game that I actually had circled. Of I liked the Colts, but that spread's way too big. It's freaking me out. Jacoby Brissett is, you know, he's he's kind of a real jerk to me the past two weeks. He's been just crushing the spread. Like he's been winning with the spread because he keeps the Colts in the game. He hasn't really been turning the ball over too much, except for that pick against Arizona uh, in overtime. I, I think he, he does enough with the Colts' offense to where they don't get blown out. And Seattle's defense, uh, offense has been just atrocious. I know it's in Seattle, and Seattle's definitely going to win this game. I'll take the 13 points, though. I'll take the Colts. I don't hate it. I heard someone today describe Brissett as uh, kind of lightweight um, Byron Leftwich, and I kind of like that. He's not a great thrower, but that run, that second running touchdown where he hit circle and whooped on that spin move. Oh, yeah. Nice run. And you know what? He was against uh, the Cardinals two weeks ago, lost in overtime. Uh, last week, they beat the Browns. I mean, the Browns aren't a great team, but you know what? Brissett, he's been doing enough to keep the Colts in games and even won one last week. I'm going to take the 13 points. I think 13 points is a lot. Seattle's offense has just been very bad. I'm going to go with that. Take them to the bank. So now, your last no touchy. You mentioned it already. Hammer it home. Uh, my last no touchy? Right, you well, you mentioned it to me when I said uh, I was going to take the Jaguars. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I had to say there. I'm I'm staying far away. I'm not taking Blake Bortles Blake Bortles as a road favorite, and I'm not taking the Jets only getting three and a half after one decent game where they beat Jay Cutler when he looked like at his most Jay Cutler esque. Uh, my last uh, my last one I like though. I'm going to go. I'm going to stray a little bit on you here. I'm going to go Raiders at Broncos over. 46 and a half. Oh, They're going on the other one. performances. Um, Broncos play better offense at home. Simeon's way better at home. I don't think the Raiders offense is going to be as non-existent two weeks in a row. I think we're going to see some points in this one. Um, there's some recent history of some pretty high-scoring games between these two, even with Denver's defense being really good in the past couple of years. Uh, yeah, I think this is going to probably surprise some people, but give me the over there. Awesome. So your three picks, you have the Bengals minus three over the Browns. You're taking the Oakland-Denver over, and your first pick was the Rams, correct? Getting six and a half? You got it. That's not bad. All right, so I have one more pick to make. Um, actually, I also have one more no-touchy. Is that, is that so? That's a, that is so. So what I'm going to do here is tell you what I almost picked, but I'm going to go with the no-touchy. And this is my last no-touchy here. And it's Chargers minus one at home versus the Eagles. So the reason why I'm going no-touchy here, A, it's in L.A. B, the Chargers are not a bad football team. They can't go on and just lose every week. I mean, they kind of ended up getting blown out by the Chiefs. Not blown out, but they lost by a, a good margin. They played a couple really close games. They're at home. Philly just came off a dramatic victory with a freaking 61-yard field goal. It's a game where, though it's a small spread and you're basically picking the winner, the Chargers are home, and you got to think they're going to win sooner or later. But I think the Eagles are a better football team. So when I put those two things together, I'm just saying I'm probably going to stay away. Yeah, I agree. That's With that small line, that's that's a tough one. Eagles going west, it, it, it's a tough call. Um, Phillip Rivers looks like he might be done. Like done, done. I don't think he's. I don't think he can play NFL quarterback anymore. But it's it's that that's too close to call. Wait, so is he cooked or washed? He may be uh, washed and then also cooked. Oh, 
Yeah, like a potato. Oh, no. <laughs> That's good stuff. He, he's like one of those potatoes, you know, when they get real old, they get those like little eyes on them, like real creepy looking. That's his, that's his arms. That's his arm socket when he throws a deep pass. My man, my man throws from his hip. It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go with my last pick of the day, and I bet them once before this year, and they burned me. But they showed me something against the Cowboys before subsequently getting beat somewhat handily. They, the offense showed me a little something, something. Arizona's got something to prove. Bruce Arians. Who knows how much longer he's going to be coaching in this league, but he's got something to prove. They're not going to go down without a fight. I love me some Larry Fitz. You talk about cooked or washed. Carson Palmer's in that conversation for sure. But that being said, I'm going to take the Cardinals, given seven, at home. They need. They really, really need a win, and I'll probably buy it down to six and a half so they can win a touchdown. Win by a touchdown. Yeah, I can see the Cardinals winning that game by a touchdown. Um, they, they, really need, they really need a win real bad. Yeah. Niners put up a lot of points against the Rams. I think that's kind of a fluke. I don't think you're getting that Brian Hoyer game again this season. So uh, they're due for a letdown. And, you know, the Cardinals have that playmaking defense where they're not always the most consistent. They're not going to just stuff a team, but they do make plays. And they haven't had a whole lot of playmaking yet from their defense. And it's it's, it's Brian Hoyer who could be that quarterback on the on the road who, who allows a few picks and uh, some fumbles. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. He's, he's a prime candidate. So that's what I'm going with. I got Falcons minus eight at the at home against the Bills. I got Colts getting 13 versus Seahawks, and I'm going Cardinals minus seven against the 49ers. Anthony, you got Bengals minus three versus the Browns. You got Rams getting six and a half away at uh, Dallas. Seven and a half, my bad. And you're also taking the over in the Oakland-Denver game, which is at 46 and a half. Is that right? Correct. Awesome. So those are our picks. You heard our no touchies. But we got some more for you. We got Phil's picks, who, like we said in the open, let's be real. The man's seven and uh, what is it? Eight and one? No, eight, seven and two on the season. Fuego. He went three and zero oh two weeks ago. He went two and one last week. I mean, he's just been he's been on, and he sent in his picks because he couldn't be here with us tonight. So since he's not here and can't defend himself, we can really do whatever we want. We could say his picks are trash. We can say they're really good, but let's see what they are. So his first pick is Titans minus one and a half versus the uh, versus Houston at Houston as well. What do you think? Uh, Houston burned me in week one when they got killed by the freaking Jaguars. Uh, but, you know, I'm coming around on the Titans, man. They, I said last week I picked against them. I picked the Seahawks getting three points, and they ran the ball straight down Seattle's throat. Um I could see that happening again. They might be this year's just ground and pound team, and Mariota makes a play when he has to. I, I I don't hate it. I mean, the one point it's a really close line, so it's hard to pick. But I don't I don't hate the pick. I don't hate it either. Uh, I I contemplating throwing that as a no touchy, but I by not picking it, it becomes a no touchy of sorts anyway. I think Deshaun Watson going head to head with Tom Brady in Foxborough will show people a lot of things. And that might lean people to go towards Houston. But I still think Tennessee has this ring to him this year where people are very high on him. Uh, so looking at that, the game's in Houston. I mean, Titans are favorite. Home dog. You know, I, I rescinded my Jets pick because there I was betting against a home dog. And I'm not going to go against the Houston home dog Texans as well. But that's Phil's first pick. Titans minus one and a half versus Texans. His next pick, he was actually with me. Can you believe it or not? I should have stuck with it. What am I? I'm a fraud. Anthony, I'm a fraud. Phil picked the Jaguars minus three at the Jets. 
I still don't like it. <laughs> so the se- even the guy who's seven, two, seven and two, you still don't like it. <laughs> he will not get me on the Blake Bortles trade. <laughs> All right, well, we'll we're gonna wait and see. I, I might be kicking myself. Maybe I'm gonna say on <laughs> on Sunday night or Monday morning. God damn it! Why did I let Anthony talk me out of that crap? <laughs> well, his last pick is also against you. This one more directly. You just said no touchy on the Jaguars and Jets, but Phil is picking the Giants plus three this week. He thinks they're gonna get their first win. I guess. Mm, all right. I yeah, I don't know. I don't see. I don't see the offense happening. Down in Tampa, Tampa, too. Tampa's defense is better than the Eagles' defense. They're playing at home. They got their butts kicked last week. They're going to be angry. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be a good week for Eli. What if I told you that Gerald McCoy wasn't playing? Ooh, he did limp off, didn't he? Yeah, I think he's playing, though. I just wanted to make you feel feel worried for a second. (laughs) That would make a difference. All right, lastly, Phil's no-touchy games are the Chargers and Eagles, which that was one of mine as well. And then he said no-touch on Denver and Oakland. I guess he, he's feeling the, the crapshoot of possibly a high-scoring game. Who the hell knows is going to come out on top? So he might be with you on that one. And then last, he said no-touch on the Seahawks and Indianapolis Colts, which I totally understand. Seeing that spread at 13 points, I mean, did, did you see that spread and think, holy hell, how's that so high? Or what do you think? Or is it just me? I mean, it... It's a lot of points, and it's a lot of points against a team that has proved or has so far this season proved that they cannot score a lot of points. So it's really hard to reconcile. But the Colts aren't great, but I think a lot of that, too, is still people's perception of them from week one when Tolzien played. Oof. They've been a di- you're right. They've been a different team with Brissett under center. They are so absolutely a different team. Yeah, I mean, they're absolutely a different team with Brissett. He does the things that you need him to do to keep drives alive, like pick up the five-yard scoop first down or, you know, dump off fine. They have an okay – like Frank Frank Gore is their running back, right? I'm not going crazy. Yeah, he still is somehow. <laughs> yeah, like he's, he's still kicking and, like, he still gets yards. Like I, You know, they're, they're not a bad team. Seattle's defense, for all it's cracked up to be, has been, relative to their expectations, not great. They've been good. I mean, they won some games, and I don't know. I think 13 points is enough to make me feel comfortable that the Colts might lose by 10. And and you know what is an interesting wrinkle here is the over-under is 41.5, which is relatively low. It's actually the second lowest over-under in week four. So with a 13-point spread with an over-under like 41.5, yeah. that means the Seahawks are going to have to like shut out the Colts and score yeah. a lot of points. I don't see it happening. I think the, the Colts score 10. It's going to be like a 17-10 type game. Yeah, I don't. I certainly don't see a thirty nothing blowout coming out of here. Then again, <laughs> then again, I could be wrong. We'll see. <laughs> but realistically, we're, now we're at the point where everybody's been waiting. We told you we had it in Uncle Mike, Mike Palmasano, who's not even an uncle, by the way. He's very much so not an uncle. Um, but it, it just fits for the gambling, you know. So Uncle Mike sent in his teaser of the week, and I have that to give to you. Now, last week we talked about in the open how he just, just missed it with the freaking Steelers losing by a touchdown in overtime um, in the tease. But without further ado, here's Uncle Mike's week four teaser of the week. He's using the Patriots to his advantage again. He's got Patriots plus four versus the Panthers. Then he's got Steelers. He's putting them in the teaser again after getting burned in week three. But Steelers plus 10 at the Ravens. Eagles plus 14 at the Chargers, and Redskins plus 19 and a half 
at the Chiefs. Now, my first reaction is, well, hell yeah, all those things should hit. But that's how they get you with the tees, no ant? Yeah, I know that's how they get you, but that sounds like a winner. What's the, what, are, what are the odds on that? What are you getting that at? Minus 600? <laughs> no, no, it's a four-team 10-point uh, tees. So probably what do you put you put down a hundred you get like I'm not sure we'd have to we'd have to consult Uncle Mike on that one I, I see I'm I'm in the I'm in the game of small bets so for me yeah. I'd be putting like thirty on that and getting twenty five it's not the you don't really feel the the odds too much on that you know what I mean Yeah I don't know I like the sound of it I don't I don't see a loser in there What do you, what do you think the loser could be What I would have to say probably the Eagles game is the closest, right? I mean, the Eagles are plus 14 at the Chargers. I mean, what I can see there is that getting pushed. That If that gets pushed, then you're kind of screwed because it doesn't work like a parlay. The parlay, if you get a push, yeah. the rest of the parlay lives on by itself. The odds adjust accordingly. In a tease, if you push one thing, you're done. So I could maybe see the Chargers um, winning by two touchdowns. But mine is the Steelers again. The Steelers are on the road. Steelers are not the same team on the road, and they're plus 10. That's a pretty good cushion, but that's a division game at yep. Baltimore. So I mean, maybe because it's a division game makes it feel it's going to be close. That one kind of makes me nervous a little bit. Redskins plus 19.5 to the Chiefs. Love the Chiefs this year, especially at home. But 19.5 feels good there. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Redskins just proved that they can they can beat a good team. Um, they just they they handled the Raiders pretty well, and I kind of have the Raiders and the Chiefs kind of on the same tier. Um, the uh, the Steelers game though, I don't know. The Ravens looked really bad last week, and I don't think it was a fluke. They lost uh, Marshall Yonda, their best offensive lineman, week before last, and it just it just doesn't look like they can block for Flacco. And honestly, he did he didn't look right either. I don't know. They they might be I, a Ravens tailspin wouldn't surprise me. I actually, I kind of thought they were frauds early in the year. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I mean, well, they beat the Browns, right? And everyone's like, oh, the defense looks sick. <laughs> what, like, what, do you, what do you mean their defense looks sick? Their defense looked like they do against the Browns. <laughs> That's what I saw. What are, you, what are you talking about? And then in week, um, in week one, the Ravens beat the Bengals. And at that point, we didn't realize the Bengals were horrible. <laughs> like, the Bengals have been really bad. So, I don't know. I thought the Ravens were kind of flaws, uh, frauds to begin with, and then they got destroyed by Jacksonville. I mean, I'd be lying if I said I thought they would get destroyed by Jacksonville, but I kind of thought overarching Ravens a little overhype after two weeks. Yeah, Jaguars have burned me twice this year. They smoked the Texans and they smoked the Ravens. They got me both times. Got but it. I still refuse to get on that Blake Portals train with you. Sorry. <laughs> I actually hopped off at the last second. Phil's, <laughs> Phil's the one who didn't have a chance to defend himself. And he's, he's on the train. <laughs> he's only the co-founder of SportsBlogNewYork.com. But hey, what are you going to do? And thank you. You did uh, back-to-back days on the SBNY podcast. You enjoy it? You coming back hey, for more? Old pro now, man. Yeah, great great being here with you. Thanks for having me on, man. appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. We got Yankees wild card game coming up soon. And if you haven't saw via my Twitter at P. Kennedy or listening on this podcast, we're having an NBA-specific podcast coming out soon. It's going to live on the same feed as the regular SBNY podcast uh, for now. Hopefully, once we you know get a little bit of a buzz, a little following, you guys start showing up every week for it like you do. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll branch out and we'll have its own feed. But for now, the NBA-specific podcast, you'll hear its name when it, when it comes out. I'm very excited about it. That's coming real soon, too. And I'm sure you'll make your appearance on there as well. Hopefully, 
Hopefully we get you back though soon, either for the wild card game, which is real soon, or after the Yankees maybe win the wild card game, we could talk about a whole series. Yeah, and if they lose, you can hear me cry. So either way, fun for everybody. But yeah, man, hey, super excited, good stuff. Uh, look forward to it. Absolutely. And if you haven't gone back and listened to that Aaron Judge, Jose Altuve MVP podcast, that's me and Ant as well. Go to SoundCloud. Go to Apple Podcasts app, iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave a little rating. Leave a review. Tell us what you think, what you want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of. We just want to hear from you because we appreciate whoever you are out there listening to this podcast. So keep coming back. Tell your friends. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Hopefully you enjoyed, and hopefully you win some money in week four.